Blog Talk Radio. Wow. So, hi, everybody. My name's Wendy Mulder, and I must apologize. I haven't been on my moving um, beyond grief or for 2016, actually. So, I'm so looking forward to um, doing this series with uh, Amanda Holland. So, um, good, yeah, and I'd just like to say hi to everyone who's listening here in Australia or all around the world. And um, so grateful, actually, to Amanda because um, we were just chatting the other day and, you know, she, was, she started to actually, you know, just share some of these things that, um, that she would sort of have experienced, like the panic attacks and, you know, and just how she was really just saying how she just thought that, you know, basically I, I would have to have this sort of anxiety around the whole thing with dying and death, you know, and the fact that through the tools that she's been using with access has changed. It was like, oh, this would be so cool to to really just, you know, chat about this and let people know that there really can be a totally different possibility because this is just really quite common. And, you know, when I was talking to Amanda and and we were just chatting about it. it you know I was also just remembering some of my clients and kids that I'd worked with so um, yeah and how through you know through the different processes we'd been able to to change it so anyway enough of me and um, I would love to just check in now and I'm sure that we have Miss Amanda Holland on the line are you there Amanda I am Wendy. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. And it's so cool. Well, I'm not quite down the street, but, you know, over the other side of Brisbane. So yeah. thank you so much, Amanda, for coming on. And um, and really, look, you know, it's it's. let's just get right into it because just before the call, you know, I was, I was just you know remembering again that one you know like how much you know we've bought into I suppose that you know we've got to cope with stuff and we've got to come up with strategies for things whereas you know Mm. there's so many other different possibilities that are available now so Mm. yeah so please just um, you know whatever you would like to share with me and the rest of the viewers and listeners today sure. would be wonderful. So, and I'll interrupt as as you go along, as I do. So, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks. And thanks, Wendy, for um, thanks, Wendy, for ha- um having me on, and also just thanks for providing this kind of forum to talk about things. Because I know when we were um talking about the, you know, talking about doing um the radio show, I was like wow, this is something I never thought that I would actually be like, yeah, let's talk about this. This would be so cool because it was something that I used to just be totally freaked out about and totally avoid. So my um, so my story is basically ever since I was a very young kid, so from when I can sort of remember being a kid, probably about from four or five years old, um, I used to have panic attacks about dying and it would often happen late at night when everyone was asleep and it was all quiet and I'd just suddenly be 
overwhelmed with this this terror that I was going to, um, you know, it'd start. I'd be thinking about, oh, when my mum and dad are going to die, I'm going to be alone, and and then when I die, what's that going to feel like? And well, you know, and I, I just have this sense of like, of just almost like just being alone forever, and not, and it's all these weird sort of just. Um, sensations in my body that uh, just felt like panic and my palms would sweat and I'd start to feel kind of crazy and and so I over time I I tried to develop little strategies ways to distract myself or things I could do with my body or try to avoid you know I was saying one of the strategies I used to do was try to get to bed before all the lights were out and before everyone else was in bed um, because if there was still sort of noise going on around me, I could I could get to sleep. Like things would still feel alive, but when things were quiet, I'd start to my thoughts would start to run, and um, and I couldn't even. Yeah, it got to the point. Yeah, go on. No, no, no. I was just going to interrupt in there because I just wanted mm. to make a point with that because that, um, you know, with um, that is it can be quite common. I know, you know, mm. with the different ones that I've you know worked with children wise and that 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 whole one of like getting to bed early you know while everyone was still Mm. up was that people feel that was a safety in that Mm. um yeah so go on yeah yeah, you said that wendy because because i really thought i was the only one like i used to try to talk to my mum and dad about how they how I felt and I don't know if it was that they were confused about what I was saying or whether they didn't really know what to tell me like you know people would tell me oh well I'm scared of this too or um or you know my dad would try to tell me his philosophy on dying in the afterlife and none of it it just made me panic more like it wouldn't it never seemed to really address anything so I thought I was this really bizarre person who couldn't cope with what was a fact of life that everyone else seemed to be but no one would talk about but seemed to be okay with um and so yeah. it got and to the point I, where i just yeah so, uh, i was just going to well, say I just, um, um i just got to the point yeah, where sorry. i actually yeah i was just going to say i just got to that point where i started of what like if anyone ever started talking about death or dying or anything or even sort of about living where you sort of start you thinking on that track of you know you're born you live and then you die anything that kind of that like like that I'd start my palms would start sweating and I'd start freaking out and I'd have to change the subject or leave the room so I was kind of you know at the effect really at the effect I started changing the things I was doing in my life around hope you know this panic that I had to avoid yeah, well, that's well. I just, you know, just listening to to what you're saying there too. It's so, um, well, it's just really great that you're willing to actually even talk about it because I know with the the uh, the, the the children, the teenagers, and the adults that I've mm. worked with, no one would have known that there was anything going on because it was just they would live their life, you know, they would go through, you know, whether it was schooling and and everything was fine but then when they were home and they were back in their own little environment that's when this you know these 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 sensations or these energies would come up and um but it wasn't like they could talk about it because it was well it was just seemed Mm -hmm. to be 
they could talk about it to me, the therapist, but it wasn't like they could actually talk about it or was it just the fact is that even if they did talk about it, people really didn't know what to do anyway. Yeah, I think there's a big part of that too because I think a lot of people sort of avoid thinking about it. Like they don't have peace with it in their own lives. And what I realised a lot later on, um, you know, as I was when I was, a, when I was a, an adult and I was thinking, geez, I should be able to be coping with this by now. You know, I'm in my late 20s and I'm still having these weird attacks. But I just realised that a lot of, I realised then a lot of people did, a lot of adults, were sort of having similar sort of things that was playing out in different ways in their lives and they, they had avoided it. They hadn't talked about it. They hadn't addressed it and they really um, were just kind of pushing it aside. But for me, I couldn't... It was intense. I couldn't push it aside, but I didn't seem to have a way to really, uh, you know, a strategy to really change it. So I just thought it was something, oh, something will either come along or I'll just be coping with this my whole life and... Um, until my like dying breath, pretty much. <laughs> so and and yeah, and, and so, that, yeah. Go on. And so is that sort of um, so what what sort of you know did you did you find you know was it like I guess it, it's in a way it's very quite typical of grief you know too of like where we we sort of like hide away a bit we put the walls up. Um, you know, and we don't talk about it or... So what were some of those, um, you know, I know you were telling me like you'd be out and then you'd have to go home because you couldn't deal with, you know, the people around you. And, um, yeah, the, and the, that... So, yeah, do you want to talk a little bit more about that? And then we can, sure. you know, uh, and then I can go on to just actually what it is that you started to, you know, to be, to change it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think people can relate to this as well. It, you know, it's not just about like panic attacks or oh, I have a fear of dying. Or it's anywhere where we feel we don't have um, like a control in a certain or an ability to cope with something in a certain part of our lives. Because yeah, I would be, like I would. Um, so I could sometimes feel it coming on a couple of hours ahead of time. Like I'd start to get this weird um, crawly feeling in my skin on like on the back of my thighs and um and and it'd just be like a, there wasn't any thoughts it'd just be this weird sensation and I'd be like oh right if I if I stay up too late or I don't go to bed or I don't go home now it's gonna like get me in the next couple of hours and then and then it'll be at yeah. that point where I will have to experience it before I can change it and so so I'd be looking for all these signposts all the time and if that happened I wouldn't be able to just deal with it. I'd have to like I'd have to like cancel what I was doing or go home or go to bed or avoid certain situations. Um and then and then try, you know, and try to kind of outrun it in a way. <laughs> and um it really was starting to it really did impact my impact my life. It, you know, it stopped me making different choices that I might have made that could have been, you know, fun. Yeah, and 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 it's sort of what comes up is like that with that sensation or that energy. It's like where you, it's like where we give it that so much significance that in a way that make that greater than yourself, and so therefore 
you know, you, is it's correct? Is it sort of like there's that sensation of like powerlessness for this mm. energy that's there? Yeah. Yeah, and you really don't think, you know, you really don't think you have a choice. You really just think, oh, this is just happening. Like, there was no point in my world where I was like, I mean, like, I I was like, there has to be something that I can do so that this doesn't happen. But I really had no, I had really no clue how. And I really just, I just kind of hoped, you know, I just kind of hoped that something would come. Like, before, I used to um, just think to myself, well, I'm not going to worry about it right now because everyone's still pretty young and healthy and no one close to me died, which I always felt would exacerbate it. You know, if something, if someone close to me died, that would just make it worse. Um, so I've got time. Like I'd be like, okay, I've got time to sort of sort this out and hopefully one day I'll be able to um, have found something to help me before I lose, uh, before anyone around me dies. And um, so that used to be my little, one of my little strategies to kind of get me <laughs> beyond it. Was to go, okay, no one's dead yet, so okay, it's good. <laughs> yeah, so so really true, isn't it? It's just like, um, and the whole, just the whole energy of death and dying. Um, it, it's you know you know all the so you know for everyone listening as well like you know what if you could actually be willing to just um uncreate and destroy all of your points of views that you might have around you know death and dying and what it is for you and what it means for you and and all the stories that you've heard and all the significance around it um and there's just this really cool access consciousness clearing statement where you just go um, right and wrong, good and bad, podpock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And it just basically clears away. It's like a magic wand and it clears away a lot of that energy um, that's put on it because there is, you know, there's such a significance around it and there's, it's taboo to even talk about it. There's, And so, you know, and so no wonder too, like what Amanda's saying, if you have stuff like this coming up it's like well I better not talk about it because you know it, it might just even make it worse and um, yeah so and it's like well what you know what if we could just actually have no point of view what could that create anyway that's um, we'll continue more on that but I just wanted to add that in for those listeners as well so what was it that you found um, what was it that 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 changed it for you, Amanda. It started to change it for you. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when I first started changing some things in my life, that was definitely in the realm of something I thought that I couldn't really change, so I didn't really um, think about it. So I, I first came across Access when I was like having a sort of a bit of a drama in um, my relationship, and then I'd had some body, other body stuff going on. I'd been ill a few years before, and um, I was try- I was trying to cope with all of that, and um, but I was in a session with a friend, and she said to me, I I suddenly felt very depressed. I said, Oh, I just feel really depressed. And she goes, Well, who does that belong to? And I went, Oh, my dad. And it just went away. And then I was sort of thinking about that, going, you know, because I just sort of answered her before I'd even had a chance to think, and I was like, Wow, that's that's really quite interesting. And um, you know, and then it didn't, like, it didn't click for a while, 
that I could use that tool in relation to the panic and the you know the the, the fears and all that. And then I had my bars run, so um, access bars is that is these points on the head, and you basically just lie down, and someone touches these points, and it just starts deleting all these things, like all these energetic things in your universe that you have no words for. And I think after about the sixth time I had, like the sixth time, yeah, that I had my bars run, I noticed that I hadn't had any of those weird sensations or feelings or panic attacks in in probably two or three months, which is quite unusual. And I was like, yeah. I was just driving in the car one day and I was like, oh, that that really hasn't come up in a while. And um, so the next like I think you know it was a while and then sort of one day one time it did start coming up like I just started getting that feeling like on then you know the usual thing I guess and then I stopped and I went okay I'm going to use this tool who does this belong to and as soon as I did it started to change like it didn't lighten up straight away but it started to change and I went oh hang on and then suddenly I was like okay, I've spent all this time of my life being worried about me dying. And I'm like, who do I know who is actually more afraid of me dying than I am? And I'm like, my parents. (laughs) And as soon as I realized, I was like, how much of that is just when they've been panicking and thinking, oh, what's going to happen? Is something going to, you know, you know, and I was like, wow, how much have I just been taking all of that on? And it's not even mine. And so that's sort of, started with one layer and then I just started asking yeah. more questions like if it came up I'd be like okay if I wasn't feeling this sensation like right now I wasn't thinking all these things what would I actually be aware of because what I one of the things that um, used to sort of start the panic was that I didn't know what was going to happen to me when I died that it was something that I had no control over um, that I had no ability to change, that it was inevitable and then I was going to be dead, you know, forever. You know, because, you know, my family didn't believe in reincarnation. They weren't particularly religious. And my dad had always just said, oh, when you die, you just die. That's, that's it. And um, every time he said that, it would, it would, I'd feel sick. I didn't like that idea, but I didn't think, he- like, I was like, heaven, mm, I don't know. But when I went to an access class, and I heard about that we actually make the choice to be here. So that we actually, um, so I don't know if this is a little bit in depth, but this is what really helped me. As I realized that it was my choice to be here. It was my choice to have a body. It was my choice to choose this family. It was my cho- choice to be here on the earth right now. And somehow that just really empowered me because I thought, well, if I make the choice to be here, then I know what I'm doing here. And I'm not unfamiliar with what comes next, like when my, bo- when my body dies. It's not the end. So suddenly I have this broad, this sense of like a broadband, some knowing that I had or awareness that I had and information that I had available to me and choices that I had available to me. Maybe not a cognitive thing, but suddenly it just, I was able to relax, to feel like, okay, I do have choice about living and dying and it it just seemed to change a lot of things for me yeah um and so yeah. I just started asking okay what do I know about this what am I aware of and 
I started to get a lot more information and awareness of all kinds of things that I was aware of. Like I'd always thought this panic or this whatever or this energy or this feeling in my body was just one thing. But the more I asked the questions like, okay, what is this? Or if I wasn't feeling this, what would I actually be aware of? And yeah, every time I ask that, it's like I get more pieces of information or more things that help me change all kinds of things. So it's been a huge yeah. gift in the end, yeah. you know. Mm. Yeah, well, that's that is, you know, because that's what you know that is so amazing. And what I was what I was going to ask you as well is that yeah, like Amanda, how, you know, how um, how aware are you, and how you know mm. what amount of that you know, and we're not having that tool to start off with. Who does this belong to, um, and where we've just. Um, we conclude that it's, you know, we conclude that it's all ours and then the body hears that and it's like, oh, okay, so I'm having a panic attack and it goes, okay, well, we've got a panic attack. Whereas asking the question, like what you what you actually started mm-hmm. choosing more of, well, then it actually allowed for something more, for more, something different, like a different awareness to show up other than the the significance oh this is about to happen so that must that means I must do this and this and this so Mm. then the body hears that as well and yeah like how um um you know like it's really it's quite simple really isn't it but it's I also know I know what you what you know I know that one as well because from when I used to get the migraines and I would just go into this panic because I would I would, oh, I'd feel a sensation and think, oh, I'm getting a migraine. So the body would go, oh, you're getting a migraine. Oh, well, that means that you can't mm-hmm. see, you'll get this pain. And and then when I actually started as well with getting the bars and learning about the question and and then say, well, what is this awareness my body is telling me? And and, mm. and it actually started to take me out of the significance of it all. Mm. Yeah, like it's... Um, and it's it, it really yeah it is isn't it it's the significance the conclusion the form and the structure that we just we go into that and we think it's ours and actually you know like as you're saying what if it's something totally different that our body is giving us an awareness about yes absolutely and actually that's another thing I'm really glad that we're doing this in three parts because we're going to talk more about um sort of the feelings of things because one of the things I was really grateful with Access is they talk about how the thoughts, the feelings and the emotions we have are actually the lower harmonic of our our awareness and our knowing and the things that we perceive. So um, so that question when, when I would go into the, that feeling, that sensation with my body that I would, you know, conclude or think, oh, it's this panic attack, I could actually start, I could stop making the feeling significant and go, okay, what's what's this feeling telling me that I'm aware of? Like if I didn't decide this was a feeling and I didn't try to lock it in my body like that, what, what awareness would that actually be? And so um, that's why if I wasn't thinking or feeling this, what would I be aware of is one of my favourite questions because it stops making you don't go into the feeling or you don't hang on to the thought. You don't make that the significant part. You make the awareness the, the sort of, you make the awareness the part that you're looking at. 
and it gives you so much more. It gives you somewhere to go, whereas if you go to the thought or the feeling, all you can do is keep going back to the thought and the feeling and the thought and the feeling and the thought and the feeling, like over and over and over again, nothing ever changes and you never get anywhere. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, that's... that's yeah, that's that. That's really that's really cool, actually. And and yes, I can't because just for everyone to know that we will. Um, this is over, a, you know, a series of three. So um, yeah, so if you can come on as well, because we will be discussing. I'm not sure if it's next week. What we, I know we were going to do bodies at um, at once in the uh, in the third I one. Remember. I think. I think it was I think in the next third week one. We're the second one. Talk about. What are we going to talk about? I think we're going to talk about maybe choice and, like, oh, I think basically how do you start to get out of, like, when these things are happening? How do you actually yeah, how start do you get some, to what is some, yourself more safe? Yeah, like what so are some can, steps yeah. for that, that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, yeah. And is, even just talking um, to people but, about it too. Yeah. Yeah, and, and look too, if people want to actually... Um, if, if next, you know, if next week as well, people would like to actually call in and they've got questions, or, or even if they wanted to email me with some questions, um, they could email me at um, s w molder m u l d e r at bigpond um, dot net dot au um, as well. But really and truly, um, we'd, we're nearly have half an hour on these calls so we're, we're nearly done but I just really um, wanted to thank you Amanda because um, yeah like this is just just so great to be actually opening it up talking about it and seeing what different possibilities and different choices actually can you know and different reality that can be created from all of this and look if anyone mm-hmm. as well would like to know more about um, Access Consciousness, you can just go bars, Access Consciousness, um, and also my website, which is kindnesswithgrief.com, and you can also find Amanda as well, amandaholland.accessconsciousness.com. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so have a Google, check it out, check us out, and truly, if you do have any questions, um, you know, I'd love to hear from you. And also, it's so interesting with... Amanda talking about the whole thing with death and dying. I do have a couple of books on that as well. The last book being Dying Happy, The Gift of Choice, which has got some really great, really simple tools of how to look after someone who is actually dying. Um, So there's so many different areas, isn't there, with the whole thing with death and dying. And... Mm. You know, what if we could have more joy with it and didn't have such a significance around it? What else could be truly possible? Exactly. And that's um, that's why I always giggle, like, working with you, you know, when I first met you, and I was like, oh, Wendy's the grief lady. And that would have been, like, <laughs> something years ago I would have just avoided, but I was so intrigued with the joy that you had you know, you'd, you'd giggle talking about these things and I'd be like, how can she laugh? Like this stuff you said, send me running for the hills. But there was something in that. And um, and so I was always very curious. And every time I every time I work with you or, you know, read more of um, more of your stuff or, you know, talk about where, where you can head with this. And I'm just like, I'm really getting how, you know, changing your point of view about 
death and dying allows you to actually live. And I'm I'm looking up Wendy just um our next week. We've got um, Oh cool, yeah. We're um we're starting to talk about um basically what is it that you know about life, living, and joy that you've been hiding with the fear of dying? So, um, so I guess Ooh. we'll just get to go a bit more into that and talk about some of the different tools. And also, I would love to talk about um, different strategies for talking to kids about these kind of sticky things because I realised yeah. that as a kid, if I had someone who could have just asked me questions rather than trying to give me the answers to comfort me, could have you know, given me a different possibility and um, it's something that I know that we can all be for each other no matter how old you are. So, um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be great about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, no, totally looking forward to that and, yeah, so let's um, let's rock that next week and, um, yeah, 60 seconds. So thank you so much, everybody, again, and Amanda. And, um, yeah, look forward to next Wednesday, whatever date that is. I think it's next, yeah, it is next Wednesday. So, um, yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye.